Service. 648 on the Crosstalk on News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM online on Facebook Live. I will ask, I know one, Anthony Tregoski uh, is uh, not a retired or even semi-retired political scientist. He is not one of my guests today, but I will ask him the next time uh, he is on the air to uh, to talk with me a little bit about what they're teaching young people. Aren't uh, aren't political scientists and the, uh, the classes teaching young people the, of, of the horrors of socialism? Are, are, are college professors touting the wonderfulness of socialism and how it should be adopted? How, how the United States can make a, a, a program that works in a country that's the same size as California? It can work across the United States of America just like that? Are, are they actually teaching that in school? I don't know, but I, I, I am still absolutely confounded when I try to figure out where, where are you even getting that, the idea that socialism would be a wonderful thing uh, for the United States. I bring that up while I am waiting for our uh, guest who will be calling shortly, and I know he will, uh, Dr. Jonathan Chen, who is a chief of cardiothoracic surgery in the cardiac center of a children's hospital of Philadelphia. I wanted to talk with him because this week is is uh, Valentine's week, so we're thinking about uh, heart health, heart everything, and why not talk a little about some of the improvements that are being made to uh, benefit kids uh, worldwide, thousands of children worldwide, because one in every 120 babies in the United States is born with some kind of heart disease. So as February is Heart Health Awareness Month, we should talk a little about uh, some of those uh, some of those benefits and those babies that are being born today with heart issues, health issues that can be cured because they were born, oh, guess what, in the United States. And if you're born in Nicaragua, where do you want to take your baby for a health care? That's right, to the United States. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about it, but there are still people that believe that we could be just like them and have these same kind of innovations. Uh, our guest, Donath, uh, Dr. Jonathan Chen. Uh, good morning, doctor. I appreciate you spending time with us this morning. Let's talk a little about those innovations in cardiac care. Babies that are born today have a much better chance of healthy survival if they are born with health, with heart issues, don't they? That's absolutely true, yes. Because of hospitals uh, and the research that's done, for, for instance, uh, at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Yeah, that's that's really true, Mike. I mean, part of it, to be honest, is that our um, ability to diagnose most lesions uh, uh, prenatally, so before the babies are born, has really changed the game for us because it's taken what was otherwise kind of five five alarm fires when the babies are born into completely elective management of these kids, and um, that has really been important to make an impact on our newborn operations in particular. Right, and and you're doing almost a thousand operations a year on babies. Yes. Is is that more? than previously or I mean, it sounds like a lot it is a lot uh but in yeah. comparison to previous years how, how does it fare yeah uh, you know the volumes uh in general have um gone up in a in uh, in part because of the the survival of babies who didn't used to survive to be honest 
What's interesting, if you look at it, though, in terms of surgeries, uh, so we do about 1,000 operations a year. We probably do close to 1,400, 1,500 catheter-based interventions. And um, the, for older kids, a lot of the, the uh, so-called simple operations have been taken over by the cath labs. So they can be done without an operation but transcatheter. And yet our surgical volumes have remained the same. So I think what's happened is there's been a little bit of a shift in complexity. So we're operating on uh, baby, more babies. And uh, actually, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia has a particularly unusual uh, spread of that, meaning that we are the um, uh, busiest center in the United States for uh, newborn operations compared to all others. So we have a slightly different um, sort of case mix. All right. So, yeah, the numbers from your hospital are uh, a little skewed because you are a, a national or a, a, a world center. People are bringing their babies to you guys when they need specific heart-involved uh, uh, procedures. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we draw from all over the country. Uh, do you draw from all over the world? We've been talking an awful lot here uh, in La Crosse about socialism and uh, socialized medicine, and it occurs to me that people bring their babies to us for help because of doctors like you and staffs like the one you have at, uh, at CHOP at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Would that change potentially uh, if, if politics changes? Um, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to predict in terms of what we call regionalization. So, um, uh, so in answer to your first question, yes, we do draw from all over the world, uh, mainly for sort of specific programs. One of which is our uh, lymphatics program, which is a relatively new but incredibly uh, transformative, uh, um, um, both diagnostic and transcatheter and surgical approach to these this disease process that we sort of had gone off the radar screen of medicine for probably the last couple hundred years. Those kids, we are the only program in the world that is uh, of that caliber. And so we'll take patients from all. We have a kid right now from uh, Europe who's here who flew in simply for a lymphatic procedure. But as to your other question about regionalization, that is a hot topic in congenital heart surgery. And that's yeah. because there are a lot of places around the country and we, uh, that are of varying volume. So, you know, we do about 1,000 cases a year. We're in one of probably five hospitals that does that many. But there are a lot of places that do fewer than 50 cases a year. And the question is, is would those kind of places be better served or would the children be better served if we would merge those kind of programs into slightly bigger ones? It's a tough um, uh, calculus because we have to make sure that we are, uh, we as a country are uh, providing that kind of care uh, geographically to people. You know, there's some states like uh, Idaho, for example, where I don't know that there is a congenital program because there's just not that many people there. And so it's hard to support a program of any reasonable size. So I think it's a it's a good question, but it's a tough one, the socialism question. Right. No, and I, I understand that the, uh, the issue that uh, a lot of young people don't realize that there are very few, maybe nobody, who is taking their uh, newborn baby to uh, Norway for heart surgery. They can keep their baby right here in the United States. Or they don't. They're not going to Canada or Mexico or pick the country with socialized medicine uh, that has a better uh, program than we do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that you know, if you look at the NHS in the United Kingdom, that's a good example of a version of socialized medicine, and they've had they've had the same challenges when it comes to congenital heart surgery. They've actually had to uh, close several programs to maintain quality. So it, it is it is a kind of a push and pull all around the world how we provide you know um, first great cardiac care to kids everywhere. And we do provide that care for babies all over the planet. Our guest this morning, Dr. Chen, Chief of the Division of Cardiac Surgery and Co-Director of the Cardiac Center at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Thanks.